Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh, what up, though? What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back, episode 277 of the What Up Though Podcast. Yeah, man. After some difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> Shit be happening. Um, I guess I'm trying to think. So we had a shitty fucking play week, dog. I looked at our plays. It was like 20-something plays. I was like, God damn, we at least get to like 40, 50 plays or something last week. I'm like, I know I tweeted it. Like, <laughs> like I thought I shared it last week. Like, what the fuck? You you mean just like on SoundCloud? Yeah, just on SoundCloud. Oh, okay. I mean, I know I can't yeah, track. I, I know I can't track st- shit on Twitter. I mean, uh, uh, Apple and Spotify. But I was like, it was, it was just way lower than last week. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why that is. I, I I mean, well, part of the reason is we don't got a lot. <laughs> we don't got a lot of fans. That's well, yeah. I'm like, are reason, we? Did we? But... Did we lose two out of the five? Like, what the fuck happened, Doug? Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Though. I, I feel like at this point, it's kind of like it is what it is. I'm like, if I could find any other avenue to to get attention, I could steer it in this direction. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, I feel like I feel like we were doing even better in the past than we're doing right now. Yeah, like, I, I'm guessing. But I, I like like okay, look at like like guard now. Like she used to write us all the time. She don't. She don't write in no more. I don't even know if she listens no more. Um, Baylor used to write in like every week or leave a message every week. He don't do that no more. I don't know if he listens anymore. But I know he got like at this point he got like his own. He got his own couple podcasts. He got uh, a bunch of different podcasts he listens to. So that could be different too. But like right right now, I feel like pretty much the only people that listen is like Delvin and. I think a, like a couple of the guys that I do garbage opinions with, like I know Tim Hines still listen. I know Mike Fowler listens, and that's pretty. And then uh, uh, Sophia, that, so, I know so, so I know Sophia still listen. Yeah, she yeah, 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 she still listen. And then I think uh, old girl, uh, what's her name, Kim, the travel one, to be traveling yeah. and shit. I think she listens sometimes, but like I still feel like at this point, I feel like there's only a handful of people that I feel like listen consistently. And I feel like that number is less than it was maybe like three years ago, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think I've, I've been thinking a lot more about, you know, I've made some, uh, I shouldn't say made some, uh, had some thoughts of different people like guests and stuff that want to switch it up. And I just, I actually really need to just follow through on that. So I've been thinking about that a lot lately, but, um, I mean, no matter the listeners for me, and I and I would have, you know, I would probably guess you too. Like, the whole podcasting thing has been kind of, kind of like therapeutic in a sense. Um, you know, get getting a chance to just talk about shit. I always want to talk. Uh, you want to talk about in the weekly and shit like that. So, I think it, it's sometimes I just feel like it's more for me than anybody else and shit. <laughs> I mean, I've I've always felt that way. Like, I mean, that's the whole reason. <laughs> that's the whole reason I wanted to start a podcast. Like, I, I've always felt that way, but. I, I think like right now it's kind of more like I'm more accepting of it, I guess. 
Like, like, okay, like if if people listen, they listen. If they don't, they don't. But like, there's there's too there's still too many instances where like I'll be maybe uh you know reading something on Twitter or something like that, and I'm like, I want to talk about this shit. Like, right. I don't care if anybody listen. If it's just me talking to a void, or well, I say us talk. If it's just us talking to a void, fuck it. And if you know, if if three people listen and they're like, yo, that was dope, I'm fine with that. Like, and I'm just kind of in a place right now where it's like. You know, I put out whatever content I can, but it's only going to be content that I enjoy putting out. And then if if people listen, they listen. If they don't, they don't. And it'll just be a thing where it's like, well, it, it's I, I just keep the focus on me. That sounds fucked up. But like I keep the focus on me in the sense of like, do I want to do this? Do I enjoy doing this? If I still enjoy doing it, I'm going to keep doing it. And if people listen, great. They don't. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Um yeah. Anyway, I don't really have much to rant about that. Um, it was a uh, shout out to uh, all the folks that came out for the cigar meetup. Man, that was a hell of a weekend. Uh, Sunday yeah. was Sunday was packed. Uh, I'm kind of mad that the uh, aisle shut down. So people that were trying yeah. to come, I messaged about two or three. I got messages from about two or three people who were trying to get out there and wasn't able to wasn't able to do so. But overall, it was success. So I was happy about that. I was uh, chatting with uh, Brian from the um, Herfcast Saturday night, and he was like, isn't it like three things that happen, you know, uh, that you guys, that you celebrate this year? And But he couldn't remember the podcast, and I was like, well, at least you remember those three things. Uh, Because, you know, seventh year of the podcast, seventh year of the club, and then I got married, you know, seven years, well, almost seven years ago. So, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's wild. I can't believe I'll be married fucking seven years. It really doesn't seem like it. And then uh, October, right? Yep, October. Yep. yep. Yeah, and I'll be uh, six in September. Is there? So had, to, uh, I'm sorry. Go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, I was just saying. I was listening to uh, to Baylor's podcast the other day. He just he just had ten. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. He does like I don't know if, I don't know how much you listen to his stuff, but like um, I noticed that it seems like he, uh, he like when they have uh, like uh, landmark anniversaries or something like that, they go on like a vacation. It seems like he go, he likes to go to Arizona and get like Airbnbs and shit. And I think that's a good idea. Like he'll talk about it on there and be like, you know, you know, we got the, we got a house with X amount of people in it, and but they'd be big houses, so if other people want to come through, they can. You know, throw some loot in. You can kick it as long as you cool. Like you down to like, he always said, like if you down to kick it in the pool and have some drinks and have some edibles and shit. You, it, watch some basketball. Like you can roll. Like and I'm like, that's I, I like that. As I like that from a, from a perspective of like, like having like a all all adult kind of just like kick it session for your anniversary and you, y'all just go off somewhere somewhere nice. There's a climate that you like. Get a, you know, rent out a nice house. And y'all just all chill in the pool and smoke and drink and edibles. All like that sounds like a good that sounds like a good time. And I like that he incorporates like other couples into it, so you know you can have like some you know camaraderie and shit. Like it sounds like fun. Like I I probably roll like uh you know if I lived out there, except for this nigga threatening to push me in the pool and shit. Yeah, yeah, right. That may keep a nigga at home. <laughs> like uh, I think I'm gonna stay home. I don't I don't need the thoughts of. Assault in water, <laughs> bro. 
Right. Yeah. If, if you don't try to drown me, nigga, then I'm gonna just stay home. Nigga. <laughs> Shit. No, I, I I like that concept. I just don't know how many. I, I guess we never talked about it, me and me and the wife, as far as how many people would be even interested in doing something uh, like that. Uh, for like our anniversary, but honestly, and I think probably a lot of people, we most people don't really think about other people when it's considered their, you know, the anniversary. And shit. Yeah, you know? that's what that's what surprises me about it. I'm surprised that he does that. That he but makes I, it like a group thing. But but I get it. I get it though. I mean, it's a celebration, and you want your people around you celebrating that day. You know, so um, I get it though. I just I just don't. I'm not just never thought about it and never thought like who would want to, but I feel like we, we could, uh, it will work out, but we're always thinking about trips that we can do and shit. So like this year we're trying, we're thinking about, uh, going to Maine cause I really want to go there for seafood. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can tell you, I'll tell you why I'm laughing when you're done. Uh, yeah. And then there's a state park that, uh, Monica's friend that talked about that she's interested in. So we were thinking about that. So that's on our plans. But we may, if we did it, we may do that in September, though, and not necessarily our anniversary. So, um, but we're considering trying to do a, uh, a Iceland trip. So that's Ooh. on our, that's in our, our plans too. But it's really hard to do the plan stuff right now because like her, uh, her dad is having some medical issues and he's going to have a surgery soon. And we don't want to plan anything and, you know, not be able to go because of her wanting to be at, be down at home with her dad. So we just kind of really waiting out to figure out when that's going to happen and then make some plans. So that's, we kind of, kind of understand still. So. I don't know. So uh, I we are. Yeah, man, my home, my homeboy Derek went to Iceland, um, I think a year or two ago. And it looked amazing, man. And I've always wanted to go. Um, wanted to see, like, the Northern Lights and shit. And then I, I remember running across some blog about some of the uh, food places that seemed pretty cool there and shit. So um, I'm definitely interested. Uh, so we'll see. If not this year, next year. So, so um, the uh, the reason I was laughing well, – let me make sure. Can you hear me? Yes, 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 I can hear you. <laughs> okay. But I said my – for y'all listening, my sound been fucking up for some reason. Uh, like I don't know if it's my sound, uh, his headphones, or I don't know. My something been something been fucking up where he can't hear me. But um, the reason I was laughing is because uh, like I was telling you before we started recording, my daughter, my youngest daughter, just started sleeping in her own bed, and now that makes that opens up all kinds of avenues, right? Because it's like now if we want to go somewhere, we it's feasible because now we feel like we can leave her with somebody, and. So, so that makes it so we can be like, all right, let's, let's try to, you know, plan something. So of course, immediately I'm like, let me start planning some shit. And I mentioned, uh, I mentioned New York, like offhand. I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast a week or two ago, but I know I mentioned a couple places and I was thinking about New York, but then, uh, she, my wife said that she wanted to take her mom to New York for her birthday in October. And she was mm-hmm. like, well, we shouldn't go, you know, I don't want to go like back to back and shit like that. So I was like, well, let's go somewhere else. You don't know you want to know where to play what are the, the second place I suggested it was Maine. Oh really? I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, it'd be dope to go to Maine and get some some fresh seafood. <laughs> Man. It's it's kind of been on my list for a few years, but I didn't know she would really want to go. But she's fine with, you know, she she's fine with going knowing that, you know, that's something I would enjoy since she doesn't eat seafood. And then we would just, you know, uh sightsee and stuff like that. So 
it's been on my list for a while, but I didn't actually start looking at flights until like this year and the flights aren't bad at all. And so then we were looking at the possibility of since it's, it's, it's way cheaper to fly to Boston and then just drive from Boston, which is a two hour drive up and just kind of sightsee on the way there. Um, so we've been kind of thinking about uh, options and stuff for the niche. And I think my mom wants to go too. So that'd be kind of cool. Um, but we just, you know, trying to figure out logistics. We were thinking about like say September, um, but I don't know yet. So um, we'll see. But it's definitely on my list of places. Like it's so many places like nationally I want to go. Like I still never been to California. Um, and California is probably the really only place other than Maine I really want to go that's in like, you know, the 48 states and shit. Although I still, well, just in the states period, because I still want to go to Hawaii and I still want to go to uh, Alaska at some point. I want to go to there. I want to go to both of them. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm looking. I'll definitely like Alaska has been on my list for a while. I, as much as, as as dope as Hawaii is, it never was like super high on my list. But since we were supposed to go last year for my wife's 40th, and you know, COVID fucked that up, we still got to make that happen at some point. So um, they'll figure it out at some point. Yeah, my uh, my wife has family in Hawaii, so. Oh really? Uh, wow, we, that's dope. Yeah, so theoretically, we might ha- we could theoretically have a place to stay because you know you know it's wild expensive in Hawaii. So, um, but yeah, that's that's on my list too. But ultimately, we landed on DC, so uh, we already booked that and everything. So DC happening. So that's where we gonna go. What's the uh, occasion for DC? <laughs> go somewhere after the pandemic <laughs> after the pandemic slows down and our kids sleep in their beds. <laughs> that's that's cool hey that's that's i mean there's no other no other real reason just to go somewhere that's cool i ain't yeah. know if y'all like want to go like the african um american museum or something like with a certain destination oh, yeah. or no no nothing nothing in particular i mean obviously for me i want to go you know all, hit all the like political shit and like that and i want to check out some of the museums and shit but i mean that wasn't like it wasn't like oh i really want to go to i mean i've already been to dc and I've already seen those things. So, like, I, I, well, I haven't seen the museums, but, like, I've seen all the, the landmarks and the political shit. So, like, I've already seen it, but it's been a really long time. So I'm interested in seeing it again. She's never been there, so she can see it for the first time. And then, like you said, like, we can incorporate some museums. It's a quick trip. You know, it's not that far. The flight's like an hour and a half. So I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, 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 that's, that seems like a good move. So... Yep, that's what's happening. When, when are you when are you guys going again? Uh the end of August. Oh, okay. And yeah, I that'd... did book I did book the W. So we're gonna stay at the W, dog. I'm like, man, we out here. Oh, that should be dope. That'd be dope. Yeah, that bitch, it's the closest hotel to the White House. But yeah, you can like see the White House from the hotel and shit. What's up, man? Are you going to are you gonna check out any local folks that's there when you're there? <laughs> Uh, I got a homeboy who live out there from high school, so I'm gonna probably hit him up because I I just I was telling my wife about I was telling my wife about him when we were talking about it because I told him about how I told her about how when I went to DC before me and my boy Larry we we kicked it with we kicked it with him for a little bit when we were out there and it, it was it was fun because well one for one we hadn't seen him since high school at that time and then for two 
he told us all kinds of stories about shit that was happening in high school that we didn't know about because we was lame. So like, it was like a full on gossip session and shit, and it was fun. Uh, so you know, I, and, and I, he came, he came here, he came back home probably. Uh, it was when I was living in Detroit at the at my last house. So I lived there from uh, sixteen, two thousand sixteen to two thousand, uh, you know, the end of two thousand twenty. So within that four year span, he came, he came to Detroit, and he came over to my house. Also, my my boy Larry was over. And uh, we kicked it out in my backyard and shit like that. And that was fun watching, you know, watching fights and shit like that. So, you know, that was cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll hit, I'll probably hit him up if he's, if he's in town, if he's at home when I, when I head out there. But um, as far as I know, that's really the only person I know that live out there that would hit up. Well, if you do uh, get a chance to uh, get any um, extracurricular cigar in, the cigar time in, it's a spot. It has a, it's a decent restaurant slash uh cigar spot called Shelly's background <laughs> sir <laughs> i am insulted that you think i didn't look into this already hey you know i mean i figured <laughs> i don't know how i didn't know how far in your plans you were so uh, is a three minute walk from the hotel sir <laughs> awesome 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 i was already like i was like oh they got food in there too mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like oh that looked good because i was looking at the pictures and shit on the on the website I'm like, oh, that look good. Yeah, yeah. No, Shelly's is already a plan, sir. So. <laughs> yep, I've I've been there. Uh, I've been there twice, and uh, it was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, and it got food, like I say, so the wife can enjoy it as well. I mean, cool, cool bar and shit. So yeah, yeah, I definitely uh like that. Uh, I can see you has. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I can say I was gonna say I can see you doing some shit like. Oh, the wife is like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm gonna go lay down. You're like, all right, cool. I'll be back. It'll be like, I'm out this bitch. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like I said, it's not even a drive. Like it, it's like a walk. It's like two blocks. Like it's super close to the hotel. But the hotel also has a rooftop bar. So like I don't oh, know if you okay. can smoke on it. I'm assuming you can since it's a rooftop bar. But like I was trying to figure out like, okay, I'm, I was trying to figure out my cigar situation because I'm like, okay, will the room have a balcony? And I couldn't really tell. I'm not sure. I can't, I can't remember if I found out if the room had a balcony or not. I'm not sure. But it has the rooftop bar. So I'm like, that's option A. And then if the rooftop bar doesn't allow smoking, then Shelly's is a three-minute walk. So <laughs> like, actually, I'm not sure it's a three-minute walk. It might be a three-minute drive, but I, I don't know. But whatever it is, it's super fucking close. I feel like it was only like, when I looked at the map, it was like three blocks, two or three blocks, something like that. So yeah, the smoking situation is already in hand. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Um, I don't think I... Um... I, I'm pretty sure I did not stay at the W, um, but I, I know I stayed somewhere close. Um, that I, but I went to, I went two different times. The first time I did not stay close to there, and I'm trying to remember about the second time. But yeah, it's 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 a cool spot though. Uh, like like the way I look up places is that I go back to my swarm app to see if I checked in there <laughs> or some shit. Like that's that's the only way I'm able to remember if I stayed somewhere. Or locations like I'm pretty sure I checked in or some shit. Uh, so yeah, you and you enjoy that. They, they, they didn't have that, so <laughs> I don't oh, even think we had smartphones when I <laughs> when I left in DC. <laughs> oh damn! Uh, I legit, I, I legit, I don't know. Like, I legit do not know if I had a smartphone when I. I remember taking pictures, but I legit don't. I don't think it was on a phone. I think it was on like a, a point and shoot camera. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like a point two camera. So I don't think we had smartphones when I last went. 
So I definitely don't have no check-ins in that bitch. <laughs> no, I stayed at the Washington Marriott. Um, but I did go to some of like the uh, I went to the museum. The um I went to uh I went to the Museum of Natural History, I went to the African American Culture Museum. I thought I went to some other place too. Uh oh, I went to the, the National Air and Space Museum too. So I did a bunch of those um museums and said so. But yeah, y'all should have a good time though. Did you you say it, say it again? Uh, say that one more time for the group. Yeah. One more for good measure. <laughs> or am I breaking up? Okay, you're you're back now, but you were breaking up. But go ahead. So did you hit the Smithsonian? Yeah, I did the Smithsonian the first time I went. I didn't do it the second time I went. I don't think I even oh, okay. checked in on the Smithsonian for some odd reason. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be uh, in my plans when I go to the Smithsonian. Anything else that's around there that's interesting? Yeah, so you got you guys will have a good time though. You have a good time. Um, you want to get into these topics or what? <laughs> Side note: I'm just thinking like, man, I'm gonna be looking at the Capitol like this is the site of a terrorist attack now. <laughs> I mean, basically, shit, it is. Yo, okay, wait. It's not. It's not in the topics. But did you hear about them testimonies yesterday? Uh, I heard a little bit about them. All I know is, uh, these motherfuckers is 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 not blue lives matter like they like they thought like they said they were. Uh, did you see the testimonies from that one big ass black dude, Harry Dunn? No, I just saw that. Uh, I saw that he did testify. What did you see from it? Talk about what they were saying to him. He was like, uh, if he was like, uh, I said something like, I voted for Joe Biden. Does my vote not count? And then he said that somebody said to him, Did you hear that? This nigger voted for Biden. <laughs> I was like, Yo. And then uh, he said, That's that the wild crowd, as fuck. No, he said the crowd was like, and, and mind you, this is a hearing. He said this in front of a Senate panel on TV. It wasn't bleeped out, nothing. He was like, uh, he says, like, you know, I voted for Biden. And they were like, did you hear that? This nigga voted for Biden. And he was like, and then the, he said that they turned to the crowd and the crowd was like, yo, this fucking nigga voted for Biden. <laughs> I'm like, yo. And then he turned, he was like, I have never been called a nigger while wearing a Capitol officer uniform before. Like, dog, that shit was crazy, dog. I'm like, he's really saying fuck and nigger at a fucking Senate hearing in front of fucking Congress on national TV. Saying nigger and fucking nigger on fucking TV, dog. I'm like, man, I I was so glad they didn't bleep it out. I'm like, yeah, let let motherfuckers hear what they were saying to this dude. Like you said, talking about blue lives matter, but if you black, still don't fucking matter. You could be a black cop, you still don't fucking matter. Still a fucking nigger, man. Man, that blue lives matter was fuck shit. That shit is only for white people and white cops. That shit that. When when all these riots and well all these riots and and protests and stuff were going on uh, throughout the many black people that's been murdered by the police and you know uh, shit were happening to police cars and you know all this blue lives matter shit came up and now 
you know, police officers were the ones that were trying to protect the Capitol building. Now that shit don't matter, man. That shit's whack as fuck. The fuck is fuck's racist as fuck. And I just I don't have faith that these people are going to be uh, the book is going to be thrown at these people. Like I don't have that faith at all. Bumby. I don't think I don't think it is. It's gonna come out of that shit. Nothing. I have no faith Brian? in that. Did you say say that again? As we're saying one more time. <laughs> Man, this is fucked up. You know what I might do is I might just hop off my AirPods and just talk on the phone. Okay, do uh, that. Yeah, hold on. Let me just see if I can. Uh, just put my AirPods away and that, that'll do it. Uh, let me find them. Can you hear me right now? Yes, sir. While I'm trying to get my AirPods case, uh, the Republicans don't even want to participate in this investigation. And there's only two Republicans on the panel. It's Liz Cheney and I, I forget who the other one is. But the, the Republicans are basically calling them like Democrats, like they don't even count as Republicans because they participate. Really? The Republicans don't want nothing. Yep, the Republicans don't want nothing to do with this. Pelosi rejected, I think, like two Republicans, two or three. No, no, it was like five. No, it's five total, and she rejected three of them. And three of the five, they pulled all five, and said we don't want none of our five to participate excluding Liz Cheney and the other one who was already on the panel. We don't want none of our five to participate. And Pelosi's like, I pulled those three because of comments that they made after the shit invalidating it. Why would I put you on the panel if you was invalidating the shit when it happened? So like the Republicans are pretending this shit didn't happen. And then one of the cops was saying like, it's a direct smack in the face for Republicans to act like, you know, we out here, he's like, we out here protecting you. Like you senators, like we are protecting you senators, and y'all y'all try to pretend like the shit ain't even happen, like it wasn't even that deep. Like man, wow, them niggas is wild. Yeah, Let me I, take these fucking AirPods out. Yeah, I, I I didn't I hadn't watched any of that stuff. I've been meaning just to catch some clips and stuff, but I don't know, man. I, I almost didn't watch it because I didn't want to just be disappointed in what I heard. Um, and so I just hadn't had a chance even even get it get into it but i just don't have faith in the system that you know these people are going to be like I, I like i don't see them even being prosecuted fully like that they're gonna get i feel like they're gonna get slapped on the wrist and and they should be getting 10 20 30 fucking years in jail for this stupid shit and i just don't see did, what happening did you see that one of them got like a couple, like one of the ones they arrested, got a couple months in jail. Yep. And what was that? No, yes, I did, and that's and that's kind of fueled my uh, my non-belief of the system. <laughs> yeah, the and then like uh, uh, one of the Cheech and Chong dudes, I think it was uh Chong, Tommy Chong, or whatever. I don't know which one is which, but one of them said something like, "I think like one of the Capitol people got like eight months, something like that," and he said something like. I got nine months for selling weed. <laughs> like, <laughs> something like that. I'm like, dog, they gave Cheech and Chong, one of the Cheech and Chong dudes nine months for weed, and they gave somebody eight months for attacking the Capitol? <laughs> like, what? 
Like, man. I just feel like no one, I feel like there is, this is a great opportunity to set a precedent, to set examples for people not to do this shit again. A motherfucker do some shit like that and get eight months in jail. Like, that's not stopping nobody from doing this shit. Yeah. That's just like, cool, we just get slapped on the wrist and be good. Yeah, and they, they don't want to fucking discourage it because, I, it, like, I think the whole reason they don't even want to have this hearing is because they don't want it to come to light how involved they were. Like, they might not have been, like, actively telling people, like, yes, go attack the Capitol, but they were very indifferent. And you you see them uh, reports about uh, certain Congress people given uh, some of the insurrectionist tours of the Capitol prior to the prior to January 6th. So it's like, it, it's shit that makes it look like some of them was involved in it. So, of course, they don't want to fucking be involved and let it come to light and all this kind of shit. It's like, man, I'm telling you, dog, I feel like we're going to hear, it's it's still a whole lot I think is going to come out about what happened on that day. That's not going to reflect well on, on certain Congress people. Yeah. And I Trump. Just, I, man, I just, I just don't, man, I, I just don't see, I don't see the, the, the consequences happening for them people. And I just feel like if this is a bunch of black people that did this shit, they'd be having all the books thrown at them. All of and them. They probably, probably would have killed a couple of them. Oh, they absolutely would have killed a couple of them. <laughs> probably killed a, several of them. You still, the you still got people who are uh, mourning the loss of the stupid chick that was trying to climb through the window and shit. Hell right. yeah. So yeah, I don't have faith in that whole that whole system is fucked. Uh, and, <clears throat> excuse me, it's partly why I just haven't watched none of it because it's just going to infuriate me more and I'm just, you know, my my hate for the country is just going to grow exponentially. Yeah, I, I, every time I think I couldn't hate the country more, <laughs> something else happens. They do some more fuck shit and yeah, it's just ridiculous, dog. Straight fucking ridiculous. So, yeah, I haven't caught up with it much and mostly because I just haven't put the energy of even wanting to even try it out. So, yeah, just, 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 just disgusted, dog. Straight disgusted. Speaking, speaking of disgusting and people that I hate. Uh, speaking <laughs> of, did you see this whole ass nigga, the baby, and his his little fucking rant at his his concert or whatever that he got in trouble for? Uh, yes and no. I saw a little bit of rant, but I didn't get to just. I know he was basically just homophobic as hell, but I didn't. And I saw some of the quotes from it, but I didn't get the gist of the whole thing he said. I mean, it wasn't a lot. It was just a thing where he said something like, like, if you ain't got AIDS, put your lighters in the air, put your cell phone lights in the air, something like that. And he said something like, if your pussy clean, put your cell phone lighter in the air. And he said, uh, fellas, if you ain't suck no dick when you came in here, put your put your cell phone lighters in the air. Like, and and here's the thing. I saw people replying to his tweets because he he put out some he put out some tweets where he doubled down and then he put out some tweets where he did like a very like not even a half ass apology. It was like a a one tenth ass apology. And I saw people replying in the tweets that were saying, like, what did he say that was homophobic? And it's like, okay, you don't have to say fuck gay people to be on some homophobic shit. Like, why are you walking around a middle of your concert in between songs talking about put up some lights, put up some lighters if you ain't suck no dick? Like, why, why is that even on your mind? Like, why are you like, I can't even imagine like I'm performing at a concert 
And somehow it comes in my mind, like, hey, I hope none of the men here sucked any dick before they came here. Let me talk about that. Like, like, that, and you know he wasn't talking about, and you know he wasn't talking about women. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, no, he said, "Fellas, if you ain't sucking oh, no dick, oh, okay, I here. didn't catch that part. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, and then, yeah, Ugh, that nigga's disgusting, dog. I mean, in the, in the, I was telling some, somebody was asking, like, not somebody asking, someone was saying how he just keeps digging himself in a deeper grave, and I'm like, it's partly because. Everybody around him is probably getting paid by him, so no one can actually tell him, you know, shut the fuck up. And all he had to do is come back Monday and be like, "My bad." Like this whole week of tweets just didn't even have to fucking happen. Like the internet is very forgiving when it comes to fuck shit, unfortunately. And so he could have just said, "My bad," and went on with the week with other shit, and this shit probably would have forgotten in like two weeks and shit. But no, 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 <laughs> he had to be a dickhead. And continue to fuck shit, and yeah, he got fucking Elton John tweeting about this shit. Like, why? Wow. Like, I ain't, I ain't never heard Elton John say much about much, and not that he's not active of anything, but I don't hear much in Elton, uh, much Elton John news. But I'm like, man, he struck a nerve and shit. Man, it. This has been a week of people who I fuck with that I don't fuck with no more. And then the baby don't count because I never fucked with him. But like, like he he is. It was more like before it was like, okay, I don't really fuck this nigga. Not because I got a problem with him, just because I'm like I don't think his music is all that great, and he seemed annoying. So I'm like I don't really care. But like this week, because we talked about him last week and the whole situation with him not giving him kids that candy, and like he he's he been he been on so much bullshit that it's like. Man, I'm so sick of this motherfucker, dog. And he always be doing that big dumbass smile, look like a goddamn fucking step and fetch it ass nigga with his big old fake teeth. Like, I can't stand even looking at this nigga right now, man. And then T.I. came out and said something like, if Lil Nas S can do his thing, then the baby should be able to do his thing. Hashtag equality. Like, nigga, what do you fucking mean equality, dog? Like, I don't think T.I. knows what equality means. T.I. Hey, newsflash, T.I. doesn't know what anything means. T.I. is a fucking idiot, dog. And that's what, what really irritates me. I don't, I don't like this about T.I. And I don't like this about Kevin Gates. Both of them niggas say shit that's dumb as fuck, but they say it in a way that sounds like they saying something deep. And people be like, man, this nigga's smart. Like, no, you stupider than him? So you think it sounds smart? But he dumb as fuck, just like you. And both of y'all, just, bo- since both of y'all stupid, you think he sounds smart. Dog, but T.I. is a fucking idiot, dog. And I'm so, like, I'm so sick of, like, people who I used to like, people like T.I. Like, like man, I was a huge T.I. fan, dog. I've been a T.I. I've been a day one T.I. fan. Like, I got I'm Serious when it first came out. I was on T.I. from album number one. And I'm like, dog, this, I don't like when, like, that's the problem with Twitter is like what I always say. It gives stupid people a platform. You end up finding out the people you respected are like racist, homophobic, dumb as fuck. They beat their wives. They beat women. They rape people like you. Like, like you find out all this shit about people you respected. It's like, God damn, dog. Like, man, I can't fuck with T.I., dog. Like, man, this nigga's so goddamn stupid. And <clears throat> excuse me, I don't have this on the list of stuff to talk about. But did you hear what Conor McGregor did this week? No, I haven't seen him in the news at all. Duh, I don't. 
he deleted because he deleted the tweet so fast that they flew under the radar. But like, I can't fuck with Conor McGregor no more neither. And I like, I never liked Conor McGregor. It was more like a thing like he's the biggest name in MMA. So whenever he fights, it's a big deal. But like, I've never liked him. But like the shit he said this week, I'm like, dog, like, I feel like most of the, he always say wild shit, but it always feel like it's just publicity. Like he's just saying shit to like get everybody hyped up. Like, and it always felt like regular ass trash talking. But dog, he took that shit to another level this week, dog. And I even heard somebody trying to say like, maybe it was because he's on painkillers because of his leg being broke. So he on drugs and he don't know what he's saying. I'm like, dog, man, don't write this motherfucker off, dog. Cause you can't, you can't, what he said is unforgivable. And I listened to a podcast earlier today where uh, two people were talking about him and somebody was, the one dude was like, he can't recover from this. Like, I don't fuck with him. And this is a guy who uh, leading up to the McGregor fight, which was um, uh, what, like what, three weeks ago, maybe leading up to that fight. He said McGregor was his favorite fighter. And then on the podcast I listened to today, he was like, I don't fuck with that nigga no more. <laughs> like, that's how how crazy it was. So I'm going to tell you what he said, though. So Because yes, I'm all built up rating and shit. Like, what the fuck, dog? Yeah, yeah. So um, brief backstory. UFC 226, I think it was. It was October 2018. He was fighting Khabib Nurmagomedov, which is like um, Khabib, Khabib Nurmagomedov was undefeated at the time, and he retired undefeated, 29-0. and 0. And at the time he fought Connor, he was probably like maybe like 25 or 26 and all, something like that. And he and leading up to the McGregor fight, it was a whole big deal because McGregor got in trouble because he threw a dolly through the bus window, through Khabib's bus window. Mm-hmm. And like there were fighters on that bus that got like cut with glass and all this kind of shit. And he was saying all kinds of fucked up stuff about like Khabib's religion and all like because he, you know, he Muslim and shit, saying all this kind of shit about his religion. All this kind of shit. And that and so when the fight happened, after Khabib submitted him, a fight broke out in the octagon after the fight because like some of Connor's people actually came into the octagon. No, some of Khabib's people came into the octagon and started fighting Connor McGregor. And then Khabib like went into the stands and it was like a whole it was like an actual fight broke out. So it was like a whole thing. And then them motherfuckers been hating each other ever since the build up to that fight. So that was three years ago almost. So fast forward to about maybe, we'll say six, seven, eight months ago. It was Khabib's, well, we didn't know at the time, but it ended up being Khabib's last fight because Khabib, for, for his whole career, he, his dad was his coach and he loved his dad and, it, and his dad died from COVID. And it was like a devastating thing for Khabib. His dad died from COVID like maybe like, it was maybe like two two months before his last fight. It was like close to his fight. And he still did the fight. So he did the fight. He wins. And he starts crying, like right in the middle of the octagon. The, you know, crying like, you know, it's his first win without his dad. Really fucking emotional and shit. And then after the fight, he retires. And he's like, you know, I can't, you know, I can't keep fighting without my dad. My mom said she doesn't want me fighting without my dad. I'm respected. And I'm just going to hang it up. I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm. I'm giving up my title, all this shit, I'm out. Like, that's how much he loved his dad. Fast forward to earlier this week. Uh, not Actually, no, not even earlier this week. Fast forward to uh, the last Conor fight, so like three weeks ago when he fought Dustin Poirier for the third time. After Dustin Poirier 
won the fight, uh, Khabib tweeted to Dustin Poirier saying, uh, like, good always conquers evil. I hope you win. I hope you win the belt. Something like that. Connor, mind you, this is three weeks ago. Connor replied to that tweet like two days ago. And you remind, remember, the tweet said, good always conquers evil. Connor replied to the tweet saying, so COVID is good and your dad is, and your father is evil. Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? Yes, dog. He deleted that shit right away. But it was, it, you know, you can't, you can't be Conor McGregor and tweet and think uh, you can delete it and be fine. Millions of people Everybody saw that saw shit. Yes, dog. Like, man, dog. He, he, mentioned, he caught out this nigga's dad dying of COVID, dog. Like, oh my god, nah, man, that's, that's fuck shit. That's yeah, fuck dog. Shit. That's that's like, like if he thinks that that was like trash talk, like no, like you no, you crossed the line, dog. Like you don't trash talk somebody's dead fathers who died from COVID. And everybody can relate to that. We all went through this COVID shit together, dog. Like, we can all relate to that. Everybody can understand what it's like to have a parent die. Like, so you have his dad who coached him and who was everything to him, who died right before his last fight, to be like, to, to point out that COVID killed his dad. Like, oh, so you saying COVID is good and your dad is evil since you said good defeats evil? Like, man, dog. Like, to say some shit like that? Yeah, that's that's man. trash as fuck, dog. It that's is, man. man. that is fucking trash. So yeah, that's uh, and, and that's crazy because I haven't seen nothing about that shit. I mean, I, I mean, even though the tweet was deleted, I mean, I know, and I just searched his name to look, and I'm saying people still talking about it. But wow, yeah, that's just slid under the radar, dog. Like I didn't even see it. Um, I didn't even see it at the time. I saw people talking about it. And I was like, no, actually, I'll tell you how I saw it. I was about to listen to a uh, MMA podcast, and in the the episode title, it said McGregor's deleted tweets. And I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, what? So I'm listening to the podcast, and then that's how I found out. And then I went on Twitter and looked. I was like, dog, he really said that shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, he. I mean, he's the same dude with a broken foot laying on the floor. Uh, laying on an octagon, talking about your wife is in my DMs and shit. Like he don't give a fuck. Like mm-hmm. yeah, he he's a, he's a trash trash ass. And I mean, I I wish I would I wish I would you know could say that I it, it's surprising, but that doesn't surprise me at all. Nah, yeah, it don't really surprise me either. So yeah, like I said, this is a week of people just like burning bridges that are like irreparable, dog. Like like Ti Ti basically dead to me, dog. Like you can't make like. You can't make a terrible comparison like that, like a gay dude who is like, and and to be to be to be clean about it and to be fair about it, some of what Lil Nas X does is is beyond my ability to to consume, dog. Like I can't I can't face some of the shit that they could be doing, dog. Like he had a he had a line on one of his songs that I heard, and I was like. I'm not old enough to hear this kind of vulgarity. <laughs> like this is nasty, <laughs> dog. Because it, because it's because it's also gay shit too. So it's like I don't want to like. It's hard for me to like to hear something. This to hear a gay act described that vividly. I'm like that's a little bit much for me, dog. Like I don't got no problem with what y'all do, but like man, like to hear it described that vividly, I'm like oh man. And then he put a video out this week that 
I watch I, I watched the video. I'm like, dog, this nigga wildin' dog for this video, dog. Like each of his videos gets more risque than the last one. And I'm watching the video, but I'm like, you know what? I fuck with this nigga because he puts out, I feel like, I feel like he is purposely shining a light on the misogyny of hip hop and the misogyny of music in general. Cause he puts out overly sexual gay stuff. And I, and he's doing it because we do that. Like we as in like straight men and rappers who I am not one of, but like, you know, rappers put out videos like that that overly sexualize women and it's oh, way over the top. Think of like tip drill, right? You know, Nelly put out something like tip drill and it's just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yo, tip drill, greatest video ever, which it is. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's how we look at it. And Lil Nas X, I feel like is shining a light on that by doing similar shit, but with men and, you know, and people are clutching their pearls about it. So I respect him for doing that. And pushing that envelope, but it's a little bit much for me to consume. But you know, I, for him to be doing something like that, where he's like, I feel like kind of what he's doing is important and needs to be done. And to have Ti look at that as the same thing as the baby talking about, fellas, if you ain't stuck no dick, put your lighters up. Like that's not the same thing, you stupid nigga. Like what are you talking about? That's what I'm like, like Ti, I'm done with Ti, dog. Like don't be making like whack ass comparisons like that trying to cape for some bitch nigga and then trying to compare it to what Lil Nas X is doing. Like, Lil Nas X is not being a bitch-ass nigga, dog. Like, so you can't, compa- can't compare the two. Like, man, this is a bad week for people that I used to like. <laughs> yeah, I... I yeah, I, I, I saw T.I. shit, and I'm just like, T.I. has been constantly making bad decisions in media since he's been free for however the third or fourth time. Like, he he just doesn't make make great decisions at all, and I just I I, I I've never I, I like I, I always used to like his music, but it seemed like once in the last like ten years, it seemed like once a lot of people, a lot of celebrities become you know their voices more in in social media. They just they just seem to make make dumb. You just find out who the fuck they really are. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean you you. You could think when when the whole uh, like Bill Cosby fiasco, uh, hearing some of the people who still support that guy and shit like that, like man, it's some trash ass motherfuckers. I mean, and I think it's it's a cool thing that these people are exposing themselves so people can act act accordingly to choose to support or not support. And yeah, they they make it real hard to to, to fuck with them. <laughs> I did see a tweet that was kind of funny. A guy did a screenshot of his Facebook post talking about, uh, I don't, it's something to the to effect of, uh, I don't, I don't know the difference in little baby and, and the baby. And I'm okay with that. I'm thinking like, damn, little baby got to be pissed to be catching the flag that the baby is catching. But I wouldn't want to <laughs> catch none of that shit. Like that, like, I don't, I, I, I'm not a, uh, I, I don't have no, no real opinion about little baby, but, I'll be mad as fuck if I'm catching this shit. Like this is I like I would be making us I would be putting out tweets like I am in no way the baby in his shit. <laughs> like we are two, like we both ugly, but two I am different another motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> right. That's the other baby. Like not me, I'm, a total, I'm a totally different infant from infant from that nigga. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, and then I was like, fuck man. I'm, I'm wondering if he's done. I haven't heard him in the news or anything. So maybe he just out doing raps and, and living his life, but 
I would not want to be in the same category as the baby in this in today, uh, July 28th. Like, nah, don't put me there. He he's out being successful with music and shit. And now motherfuckers probably on his Twitter calling him a uh uh homophobic. He like, man, I won't even be in shit. <laughs> Dog, did you uh I, well I, I I know you are aware of it because I mentioned it in a in a group chat, but we didn't talk about it on the uh, on the podcast. I'm gonna talk about it now, but um I think it was earlier this week or in between you know in between uh when we last recorded and there was a story that came out saying that uh Ar- they, like there were people trying to present evidence that R. Kelly did something with boys too. And yeah, uh, I remember whole, talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a whole bunch of people tripped out. And women were saying, like, oh, y'all was okay with R. Kelly when it was girls, but now that it's boys, now y'all got a problem with Man, R. Kelly. The, Nigga. The, the people who are okay with R. Kelly are still fuck people, and that is not well, I could be the majority shit. Maybe I just know a bunch of people that don't. But the, the people that no, that's not no, that's not the case. No, and, and here's the thing. Regardless of whether or not you were cool with R. Kelly before and not cool with him now, like that whole narrative is bullshit. And I'm going to tell you why, because that's women making it sound like they've been anti R. Kelly the whole time. And it's been men who have been like, okay, we okay with R. Kelly. Oh, R. Kelly did something to girls. Okay. Now we not cool with R. Kelly Uh, or or no, no, we still cool with R. Kelly. And now R. Kelly did something to boys and now we not cool with them. There's so many different things wrong with that assumption or with that statement, because one, I don't know about what your timeline looked like, but my timeline has not seen a I ain't seen no man back in R. Kelly. And I'm not going to say that men aren't back in R. Kelly. I'm certain that they are. But I have not seen like fervent R. Kelly support after he was fucking around with little girls that all of a sudden now I'm seeing a whole bunch of men being anti R. Kelly. That's a false narrative. I ain't even seen that. But secondly, what's more important is who the fuck are these women to come off talking about Oh, now y'all don't like R. Kelly, bitches. Who the fuck y'all been? Who the fuck been paying for this nigga concerts? We've been knowing that this nigga been a fucking pedophile for twenty goddamn years. <clears throat> that fucking video of him pissing on that girl came out when we was in high school, nigga. Like that's an old ass video. We've been knew about this nigga being a pervert. Y'all motherfuckers was seeing that nigga, seeing that nigga in concert just like every goddamn body else. So don't be putting that shit on men like, oh, now nah, y'all mad at R. Kelly? Bitches, y'all was seeing that nigga in concert too, knowing goddamn well what the fuck he was doing. It wasn't until that shit got popular where everybody knew about it and now it became popular to hate R. Kelly that y'all jumped on board. But y'all niggas was going to that nigga concert. Like, R. Kelly concerts ain't full of men. Like, and that nigga was doing heavy business. He put out multiple, that whole trapped in the closet shit. All that shit was after he, after we already knew he was pissing on little girls, and his concerts was not sausage fest. So don't make it seem like men been out here supporting R. Kelly the rapist, and women been out here like, oh fuck R. Kelly. No, y'all been supporting R. Kelly. Men don't go to that nigga concerts like that. We either go on dates or y'all go. Men ain't going. It's not young Jeezy niggas. No, women are R. Kelly's primary financial supporters, not us. Don't, don't put that shit on us like, oh, now y'all mad at R. Kelly. Where the fuck was you at when you was going to his Trapped in the, trapped in the Closet concert talking about, yeah, man, yo, it was a midget in the closet. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, he was pissing on bitches before that. You knew it. So don't even fucking pull that bullshit. The women out here full of shit on that R. Kelly shit, dog. And he's the same motherfuckers keeping Chris Brown's uh, career alive. So don't fucking come, up, come at me and talking about the fuck niggas that we support 
Y'all bitches still support Chris Brown for no goddamn discernible reason. This nigga ain't put out out music in 10 years. The only talent this nigga has is dancing. He sings like a fucking eight-year-old. This nigga, like, no, dog. Y'all and women still to this day be like, oh, Chris Brown so fine. I was Chris Brown will beat the shit out of you. And you still want to go to this nigga concerts. So don't put all that fucking that shit on us. Like, oh, we out here supporting Chris Brown and we are supporting R. Kelly. Women support Chris Brown and R. Kelly 50 times more than men do. Man, that's some fucking bullshit, dog. There's a lot of shit that women can put on men. A whole lot of shit. And I will cop to every single thing, but not that. R. Kelly and Chris Brown support, that is not men. That is y'all. Don't put that shit on us, dog. That's some bullshit right there, man. That shit had me heated, dog. Yeah, luckily I didn't catch any of that shit. Uh, but I remember a couple of years, well, yeah, a few years ago, when uh, I think R. Kelly was coming here to Detroit, and I was end up arguing with one of my homeboys' Facebook status with his sister, who was pretty much she wasn't she. she I, I I guess you would call her you would say pro R. Kelly, but basically saying you know well you got to blame these parents for for letting their kids go to an R. Kelly concert. I'm like no, I can blame R. Kelly for being a fucking pedophile and fucking with these kids. Like, and I was just and I was just tripping like this is a woman, this is a woman who has kids. Like, what the fuck? No, R. Kelly did multiple concerts here post whenever that shit came out. And I'm telling you, dog, that fucking... People act like that shit is, like, not... Like, that shit is just, like, some shit that popped off on Twitter in the last 10 years. The video of that nigga pissing on that girl is from the late 90s, nigga. Like, I've seen the fucking... I've seen it, nigga. Like, that video is old as shit. R. Kelly has had so like he was a huge star way after that video came out and he was still doing concerts and i remember driving past one because i remember seeing shit on on, uh on facebook with people saying like oh don't support r kelly he out here you know he out here you know peeing on little kids and shit like don't support r kelly and i drove by that nigga concert and guess what i saw a bunch of people in line to go to this nigga's concert and guess what it wasn't all men like, man, dog, I, I, I cannot wrap my head around women trying to act like men are out here backing R. Kelly, dog. Like, yes, there are men out here backing R. Kelly, no doubt. But R. Kelly's career has persisted because of women, dog. Like, our, men don't fuck with R. Kelly like that. Like, we fuck with that nigga. Like, we, 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 we'll fuck with that nigga to the extent of, like, women like R. Kelly's music. If women didn't fuck with R. Kelly, we wouldn't either. We only fuck with that nigga because y'all like him. Like, no, we only do it for women. Like, that's what R- that's the whole point of R&B. <laughs> it's, like, it's like for, like, to get the mood up and shit like that. Like, dog, like don't put that shit on us, dog. Like, man, I'm... niggas act like it's, like I said, like it's Young G. You go to a Young Jeezy concert, that shit going to be all niggas, dog. You go to an R. Kelly concert, that's going to be women and couples, and that's it. Like, it's like it's men up in there with fucking do-rags on and shit. Like, yo, R. Kelly, seen that shit about seducing women, nigga. I love that shit. Man, come on, dog. Man, put some shit on us that we earned, dog. We earned so much shit. Hit us with some shit we deserve, dog. Not some fucking R. Kelly shit, dog. Ain't no yeah. men out here out here caping for R. Kelly like women cape for R. Kelly. Yeah, like, come I mean, on, dog. You got guys that are, but man, that's a I mean. Them, they ain't really going. They ain't going to the show. They ain't been the music like that shit at all. There's a hundred percent. Like, there's a hundred percent. There are a, a bunch of men. They definitely be like, well, R. Kelly, like, you know, they'll make excuses for that nigga for sure. But women can women cannot get on a soapbox 
about R. Kelly's support, dog. Because like I said, if women if women didn't support R. Kelly, he would not he would not have a career because he would not get that kind of support from men alone. Like R. Kelly's career persisted post pissing because of women, not because of men. If women didn't support him, it'd be like I said, it's either women or couples. So women say we ain't fuck with R. Kelly no more. What what what? Me, you, and Chris gonna go see R. Kelly together? No, nigga, we ain't gonna see R. Kelly, nigga. Like, come not on. the case. Not the case at all. Yeah. So out of real re- uh, pure curiosity, I was going through my my uh, tweets seeing shit I've said about R. Kelly over the years. Out? <laughs> <laughs> can you look at WhatsApp while you're still in the zone? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I just sent you a tweet about I used to troll the fuck out of R. Kelly I'm surprised he never blocked me But he probably wasn't on here like that See I know that's a picture from the video <laughs> Like come yep. on dog. <laughs> Oh his, uh, his Twitter page is suspended I didn't know that Well I guess that makes sense Yeah I mean hey <laughs> We know how you get down <laughs> Bruh, I trolled him in 2013 with, Remember when he did the ask R. Kelly Hashtag <laughs> Oh man, he got crushed on that shit. Like that, that was, was the so worst. That 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 added probably to the demise of him. Like I cannot understand why the fuck he did that. Man, I can't believe motherfuckers try to hang this R. Kelly shit on us, dog. Like man, <laughs> I was like man, that shit had me so mad, dog. Like man, y'all really y'all, y'all really go try to put R. Kelly support on men. This nigga wouldn't even have a career for one for women. Like fuck out of here, dog. And like I said, the, what make it worse is like a, is is Chris Brown, because Chris Brown's support at this point is solely women, solely. And I, how are you a woman and you support a nigga to beat beat women? Like what the fuck? And then and like I said, and then had her nerve to hop on your soapbox and tell men about R. Kelly. Like you support a nigga who beats women because he can move his hips good. Like like get your fucking priorities straight. Before you talk about who the fuck we support, man. Fuck out of here, dog. Motherfuckers be stepping in the name of love and everything. Yup, all that shit was at all that shit was after after the, every but damn near he had a career resurgence after that shit. Cause you think about like he had, you know, 12 play was like earlier on. Then he had like the shit he was doing with Aaliyah. And and you know, he then he kind of like I don't he didn't fall off, but he kind of he had a little bit of a dip, but then the fucking uh uh, when he started doing like the stepping shit, like the stepping name of love, like when he started doing that shit, he got way back popping again. That was way after the sex video, and nobody had anything to say about it then. Then they try to act like, oh, y'all, 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 nah, y'all mad. Like, okay, when are you gonna get mad? Because if R. Kelly was free, if R. Kelly was free right now and he had a concert, that bitch would still sell out, and there'll still be a bunch of women, and it'll be couples. The same motherfucker it ain't gonna be no goddamn sausage fest up in that motherfucker. He could do a concert right now and that bitch would sell out. And it would not be because of men. Garen fucking T, dog. I would almost I would almost want to see him schedule a concert just to see how many motherfuckers would be going. And I know they would. I fucking mm-hmm. know they would. Like I can still listen to his music. Okay, yeah, go ahead. But don't say shit about just don't say shit about us. Like you want to support a you want to support a nigga who rapes children and you want to support a nigga who beats women, go right on ahead, but don't say a goddamn thing to me because I got a way higher moral bar than, moral bar than that. 
Like, like, like my moral bar is significantly higher. I'll cut niggas off for what? I'm cutting off the baby for a tweet. You can't cut R. Kelly off of peeing on children? <laughs> like, come on, dog. <laughs> I cut off Conor McGregor for a tweet. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> Y'all can't even stop. Y'all can't stop going to Chris Brown concerts. And this nigga put... And it's, it was Rihanna. Like, if it was like Wendy Williams or some shit, I could at least be like, well, maybe people don't even like Wendy Williams. I could try to like wrap my head around it somehow. Rihanna is like the most, the second most popular black female artist behind Beyonce. He beat the shit out of like everybody's like second or first favorite female artist. And women still support Chris Brown. Oh, and like I said, and I'm cutting niggas off over tweets. Like, don't man, don't tell me no shit about no moral shit, dog. Apparently, I give way more of a fuck about that shit than they do. Mm, mm, mm. Man, yeah. Chris Brown, ass nigga, dog. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so earlier today, or is it early today or yesterday? Uh, I tweeted a story about Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, who are married, talking, mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about how they basically don't bathe their kids. <laughs> Man, and, that shit's so nasty. Y'all, what was funny about it is that when I saw the tweet, I was like, let me see how bad this really is. And then it started off not that bad. It was something like, um, it started off something like, well, we don't bathe our kids every day. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not out, wildly out the ordinary. Like, okay, you don't bathe your kids every day. Like, I'm not going to flip. But then when that nigga... <laughs> but as the scripture said, like, basically... If we if we if if we see the dirt, then we clean them, and that's and it, otherwise no reason. If like we see the dirt, bro, we clean them. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> if we see the dirt, like God, God, I tweet. I'm like, if like if you can see it, do you understand how filthy you have to be to see it? Like, what do you mean if you see it? It's not my God. And then he says something like. <laughs> He's like, I only, what do you say? I only wash my, he says, I'm like, I only wash my, my crotch and my armpits. And then I'll splash the water on my face after I work out to get the salt out. So like he works out and will not do anything more than splash the water on his face and washing his balls. You will work out and that's it. Like you don't walk around feeling nasty. Like that's why they have showers at the gym. So that if you choose to not feel nasty on your ride home, you can take a shower there and ask the Kutcher, don't even bother. <laughs> like, fuck, like, I don't even care. <laughs> this shit is like, so disappointing, dog. This is really disappointing. Oh, that is so nasty. Like, and you remember the thing about the whole the whole thing about they, white people don't wash their legs because they feel like soap and water will run down to their legs. So you need to wash them. Like, they'll do, that was nasty enough. And now you got asked the Kutcher talking about like if he go to the gym, he only wash his face and his balls. Like, nigga, what? And his armpits? Like, oh my God, dog. And talking about if you if you can see the dirt. <laughs> oh my God. If you can see it. And he white. I wonder if he ever went outside for like the day and come back and his parents say he smell like outside. Like, I feel like that never happened to him or something. Or if it did, it wasn't it. It was like a comment, not a derogatory remark. 
Like you smell like the you smell like the great outdoors. Come on in. Like, <sighs> all right, now get in the bed. <laughs> That's just some foul shit. And I think what 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 added to it was the the amount of you guessed it, white people in the comments agreeing and saying same, similar shit. Oh my god. I was reading the comments like, I get it. Like, I don't want to wash the, the nutrients off my kid. No, you're washing the dirt off your kid. Put the lotion nutrients? on the little niggas. Okay. <laughs> Put lotion on their asses. Baby oil, Vaseline. I don't give a fuck. Like, you feel like you like you're just gonna wash through the skin. Like, come on, dude. I don't I don't I just, understand how that works. It, it it's like every now and then. I learned something about white people that makes me go like, how do you believe that you are the master race? Like, like you are the pinnacle of humanity and like all these other minorities, these brown people are beneath you and white people deserve to have everything. And y'all just like the peak shit. And like you over here talking about like, you don't wash your kids unless you can see dirt. Like if you dark black, then maybe, okay, maybe you can see dirt easier. But like how you white talking about you ain't going to wash your kids so you can see dirt. Like, how many, like, I feel like you would have to go, like, a month without bathing or something like that before you could see dirt. Or you at the beach and you were literally playing in sand. Like, and I feel like that's what he means. Like, see the dirt in the sense of, like, oh, they were literally playing in the dirt so I can see the dirt on their hands and arms, so I, I must now give them up. I think that's what he means. Like, he bathes his kids if he sees literal, actual sand or dirt on them. Not like an accumulation of non-bathing. Like either way is nasty, but like that's even worse. That like it's not you're not talking about like an accumulation of filth. You're talking about like I need to actually see like they were actually playing in the grass and there's literal dirt on them before I'll bathe them. Like that means that if they don't play in the dirt, do them niggas bathe at all? <laughs> like uh, well, we know the answer. That is no. Right, yeah. That is absolutely not. That is because I I don't know how if you don't play in the dirt, how dirty do you have to get as a white person to have visible dirt on you? Like I, I don't even know. Like I don't like it had to be caked up, dog. Like what? Yeah, it's just, it's just totally disappointing. Like the human race just disappoints me more and more. And maybe because I paying a lot more attention within the last year of COVID, but yeah, the human race definitely disappoints me fully. Totally fucking disappoints me. If I Man. see dirt, get the fuck out of here. Like, how you gotta see it, nigga? Like, damn, dog. Like, see it? Man, see I can't it. imagine, dog. Like, how dirty you gotta be? How dirty do you have to be? Like, there's been times where, like, if you if you work out, like, if I work out really, really hard, right, and I sweat really, really hard, and I don't shower right away, then, like, if I go get in the shower, and if I, like, half-ass it, I can see, I could like, feel dirt on me yeah and that's but that's like and that's like one time like that's like okay i worked out really really hard and i took too long that like like there's like other shit that has to happen like he's just talking about organically nigga like if you just living enough <laughs> to where i can see the dirt then it's time for you to shower like oh my god like that and the fucked up thing about it is like i've always thought up until, like right now i kind of feel like she just like she all right but I always thought Mila Kunis was pretty fine. Like, like, like for on white girl standards, Mila Kunis is up there. And to find out that she lived like that, it's like, oh my God, like, what does this bitch smell like, dog? 
like like the article ended with like Mila Kunis says she washes her face twice a day. Like that's it. She only wash her face. <laughs> like is that what I'm to take from this? Yeah, I, I look at her a totally different way now. Like I would you, I thought she was a you know pretty attractive woman, nice nice looking chick, and now I'm like this bitch don't this bitch don't shower. Like I'm totally oh, like God. like. I'm like, how many more of y'all out here like this? Probably a bunch. It's probably a bunch of them, dog. That's so nasty. Can you imagine, too, like, like, let's say, for instance, like, hypothetically, this podcast took off, right? And we became super famous, like, fucking, uh, like, for podcasts, or, like, maybe, like, Jesus and Mero type shit, right? Where people recognize us. And we start going to, like, Hollywood parties and meeting celebrities and shit. And then you, like, like, oh man, uh, it's a, uh, I don't know, ra- whatever random celebrity that you think is fine as hell. And then you find out this bitch smells like shit because she doesn't bathe. Like, <laughs> what? Like, nigga, you Halle Berry, nigga, you don't bathe? Like, like why do you stink? Like, what the, what the fuck, Halle Berry? Like, I've idolized you my whole life and you fucking, you don't bathe? Like, and she black, so that don't apply, but I just want to give an example. <laughs> of somebody who that would be crushing for. Like, I know for white people, that's probably like Scarlett Johansson or some shit. But like, man, what the fuck, dog? Like, how crushing must that be? Like, he must have... It, it, I mean, they worked... They were on that 70s show together. So they, yeah. probably, they probably knew each other through, like, their ascension and fame. But like, man, like, can you imagine if you was a motherfucker who became famous and found that shit out from hanging around people who you idolize and shit? Like, you was a regular nigga, and you got famous out of nowhere, and now you hanging with Mila Kunis and Scarlett Johansson and whatever other white people that you think are beautiful, and then you find out the bitches don't bathe and <laughs> all this kind of shit. Like, what the fuck? And I was Like, be I've been really... trying to fuck you. I've been hoping to fuck you for 20 years, and now, now I'm in the same room with you. You smell, you smell like shit. Man, like, if, man, if you find out that Catherine Heigl doesn't shower, just don't tell me, okay? I have her up on a decent pedestal. You still on that Catherine Heigl shit, though? <laughs> well, I was just thinking of a white woman who would disappoint me, and she would probably be one of the few. I don't have many white women that would disappoint me, but she would be the white woman that would disappoint. That's a, that's so funny to me because I feel like like I feel like Catherine Heigl is like the only white woman in history that you ever like because every time every time elite white women come up, you always bitch at Catherine Heigl and nobody else. No, she's <laughs> like, probably been the, I can't. If, I, if if it's been anybody else, I really can't think of their name. But yeah, Kathy High was probably my, that's my white crush. Um, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, but yeah, if you find out she on shower, just don't tell me. I, I won't. I, I just don't want to know. I just just leave me in the dark, though. Just like her I, dirty ass arms, if she was that, you know. <laughs> I've never I've never been able to fully get into her, not because of her appearance, but because it seems like everything that she's ever been in, she always plays an asshole. <laughs> oh, she has, and that's. And I don't know why I still like her. That's crazy. And you're right. Like, the, <laughs> like I, I think one of my, I want to say, I want to say favorite movies. But one of the most memorable ones I have of her was uh, fuck, what's the one with? It was about her boy, uh, dude to get her pregnant. He was getting high. He he always got high all the time. Uh, oh yeah, uh, knocked up, knocked up. And that's yeah, a, she was that's terrible a, in that. Terrible. And I don't know why. I just, I, yeah, terrible. And I always, and I remember saying years ago that I feel like a movie like that made with black people would have not got that popular. A chick. I've never, thought, I've never thought about that. A chick, uh, a black chick with her shit together, 
get knocked up by some random dude and he's a weed head. That would not be a fucking movie. Damn. Though. That's a good ass point. Dog. Would not be a movie. <laughs> nope. No, not that would be, that would not pop off. No. You're right. <laughs> Could you imagine Janet Jackson as this like power attorney? I mean, I forget what she did, but we're gonna say power attorney for second. <laughs> and she <laughs> fucking around and get knocked up by Bokeem Woodbine and shit. <laughs> and he's just like this 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 worthless ass we head that doesn't have shit going for him. Like, nah, that shit ain't popping. That shit would have not that shit would have made BT. No, <laughs> It's funny because Knocked Up is like one of my favorite comedies of all time. Yeah. And you're right. If they made a black version of that, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be that terrible. Not, that shit would not. It wouldn't have made movie. That shit would have. I don't even think it would have made BET. It would have been like some bullshit Amazon shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> it'd, be like a, it'd be like a Tyler Perry production that airs on the CW oh, or some shit. <laughs> that, that could totally be Tyler Perry. Totally. Yeah, he got she, Janet Jackson as like the high powered lawyer, yeah. and then she get knocked up by Lil Boosie or some shit. Right? Yeah, <laughs> would never be it. Would never be. So yeah, black version of that would never work at all. But that shit took <laughs> off, and this lame ass dude that didn't have a job and knocked up this successful woman, and yeah, he just can smoke weed all the time. Like, nah. <laughs> it's just just a little Boosie, like yeah, just a little Boosie. <laughs> Come in here and wipe me down. Right, right. Yeah, just, yeah. Would have not worked. Would have not have worked. But, you know, white shit sells. So, totally. Yeah, sales. so, um, currently it is, uh, what, Wednesday the 28th. It's 28th, right? Yes. yes. At 11 p.m., 11.05 to be exact. So, we're 55 minutes away from Thursday, July 29th. Which marks the day. Actually, you'll be listening to this on, on the 29th. Yes, you'll be listening to this on Thursday the 29th. So for you who listen to, who is listening to this right now, today's the day that the game changes for my Detroit Pistons, baby. It's gonna be nice, man. It's gonna be nice. I'm, what, what is your draft uh, number one draft pick tonight, Doug? What is your draft plans? Your draft night plans. Man, I I don't even know, dog. Like I haven't, I haven't thought about. It. I've been thinking about it, but I've been thinking about like the day, like that you know that is coming up. But I hadn't been thinking about what I what I'm gonna do. But like, yeah, I, I gotta do something. I gotta do something special because like this is so unique for me, man. Because it's like all the big piston moments before have been like, okay, yeah, yo, we got our champion, you know, championships or uh, the time that we had four players in an all star game, and then like however many weeks ago uh, for the lottery. And now I'm saying, like, man, it's, it's, this is it. Like, tomorrow is the day or today is the day for y'all listening. Like, what, we got the number one pick in the draft, dog. That's never happened in my life. I've never experienced. I've watched innumerable drafts. I don't know how many NBA drafts I've watched. And every time, almost every single one, only two have been of interest for the Pistons. And only one of those was one that I was truly excited for and also panned out. We haven't had the number one pick in 51 years. I'm like, I'm so excited, dog. Especially because, like, this crop of players. Like, Kay Cunningham is, like, like that guy. Like, they talk about Kay Cunningham the same way as they talked about previous number one picks who was like, this person is going to come in and make an immediate impact and could be an all-time great. And all this kind of shit. Like, a, a slam dunk number one pick from all, you know, all accounts. 
And it's like, man, that's gonna that's gonna be us tomorrow. And we already got a low key good young squad. I'm like, man, I'm I'm so excited, dog. I can't wait to see that nigga put on a Pistons hat tomorrow night. And then everything changes. It like like all the attention. Everybody's gonna be looking at us. Like the Pistons gonna be on on national TV all the time. And don't let this nigga ball out on rookie of the year type shit next season. Like every fucking time you turn on Sports Center or something like that, they're going to be talking about the Pistons. And I can't wait. I love it, love it, love it. When every time I turn on Sports Center, they talk about my motherfucking team, dog. Like, man, I can't wait, dog. Like, please let this nigga, please let this nigga be good. Because I can't wait to have people watching my team like that. I'm so, I'm so excited. Man, I'm, all, I'm, I'm, uh, I heard my, uh, uh, my boss and one of the other, uh, higher ups talking about how they got, how they got the tickets for this year for the, uh, season tickets this year. I'm sitting there rubbing my hands like Birdman and shit. Like, yes. <laughs> Cannot fucking wait, boy. I'm like, I was, I think I was talking to Tony. I'm like, bro, I don't care what fucking game it is. I'm going to it. Cause there's no bad games to watch this team. Because you're watching them True. play, you know what I'm saying. So it doesn't—I don't give a fuck who they play. It—it it, it doesn't matter. Like I get tickets to the game, I am fucking going. I don't care what fucking team it is. Yeah, so. you're you're likely you're likely to see an exciting game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yep. I'm good. I I can't fucking wait to go this to go this season. So I, I'm looking yeah, forward. So, yeah. So I'm a, I'm gonna I'm break out a nice a nice aged beer tomorrow. Um, Maybe find me a decent bottle or something to sip. Find me a cool ass cigar, and I'm be sitting here at seven thirty when uh, the draft countdown comes on. And yeah, draft at eight. I think uh, the countdowns are starts at seven thirty. Yep. yep. Yeah, I'm gonna probably. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna preface my family prior. Like I know y'all accustomed to watching Coco Melon and shit on Netflix <laughs> and all these Melon. little baby shows. <laughs> Uh, until it's time for you to go to bed, but eight o'clock, NBA draft is on. If you want to watch something else, you can go in your room, you can watch your tablet, you can watch something like TV is on NBA draft starting at eight o'clock. And I'm not going to turn it off after the Pistons pick because, like, I feel like this is going to be an exciting draft, period. Like, I feel like there's going to be trades. I feel like teams are going to move up. I wouldn't be surprised if Weaver finds a way to get us another fucking first-round pick as good of as good of a fucking run this thing has had as a GM already. So, I, yeah, I, I'm ready. I'm ready for a. I'm ready for a happy night starting with the number one pick and hopeful for an exciting one with some you know interesting trades and interesting moves. But yeah, it's it's going to be fun, man. I, I'm I'm really excited. Like I've never I've never I've only been this excited for a draft. For the the ninety oh ninety four uh, draft where we took Grant Hill, yep. because you know that was one where you know the the number one pick was Glenn Robinson, the number two was Jason Kidd, and number three was Grant Hill. But I was heavy that that was probably at the point where I was heaviest in the college basketball that I've ever been, and I wanted Grant Hill. I was happy that the Pistons had a third pick. I'm like, Grant's going to be number three. I'm glad the Pistons got number three because I want Grant. I don't want Jason Kidd. I want Glenn Robinson. And Glenn Robinson was from Michigan. I'm like, I don't want Glenn Robinson. I want Grant Hill because that nigga's cold. And so, like, that was the most excited draft I've ever been because the player that I – like, I ain't never loved a player out of college. Like, I love Grant Hill. I was like, man, this is the, I love Grant Hill. 
in college. So I was ready. I'm like, am my team going to get this? My favorite player in college? Am my team can get him? Oh, man, I was so excited for that draft. Like, that's not probably not going to be top. Like, I was more excited for that draft than I am for this one. Man, that was an uh, interesting uh, year. I was looking at some of the – I mean, you knew the, you know, the, the top three, of course, but uh, Jawan Howard went fourth that year. Uh, mm-hmm. Eric Montrose, nine. Eddie Jones, 10. Jalen Rose went 13 that year. Um, trying to see any good people late in that draft. But, yeah, that was a, that was a hell of a – oh, Vashon Lennard went that year. He's from Michigan. Um, yeah, that was an interesting draft. That was some cool uh, – at least the top 10. Um, I don't know who the hell Lamar Murray is, but he went seventh. Um, I remember him. He didn't pan out, obviously. <laughs> and I remember Sharon Wright. I don't remember how he did, but I do remember him. I at least remember his name. Um, Carlos Rogers came out that year. Shit. Yeah, that, that year, that's that's a testament to how much I like Grant Hill because you just ran off like Jawan Howard, Jalen Rose, like like my Michigan guys, like Fab Five guys. Like those are my guys. But like, man, I, I was such a big Grant Hill fan in college. All like, and my dad knew it. My dad was happy for me because he knew how much I like Grant Hill. He was like, like happy for me that my favorite player was gonna come to my favorite team. But like, I was, man, I was so hyped for Grant Hill. And then like that nigga had that whole rookie season was one of the most exciting piston seasons ever, dog. Like you can never, you will never be able to stand a Grant Hill in my presence ever, dog. Like that nigga was my shit, dog. At all time, man. I was so happy for that draft. I, I remember that shit to this day, that, that fucking draft, man. And I remember the the uh the 04 draft too with, with Darko and shit. But like that one, I was like, that one I was more cool because like we already had a championship and I already like Darko is a consensus number two. And I'm like, if he pans out, that just that's great because you know we already good. And I'm like, you know, whatever, not a big deal. In retrospect, it looks terrible. But at the time, anybody who had the number two pick was going to take Darko because he was the consensus number two. It's not like everybody else knew that what Carmelo was going to be and what Wade was going to be and what Bosch was going to be. Like, everybody didn't know that to the point where they knew that he was going to be better than Darko. Darko was the consensus number two. That was in so, 2003, 2003, not 2004. But yeah, what did I say? 2004. You said 2004. It was 2003. I was like, wait, who the fuck came out 2004? Um, but yeah, but yeah, but to your point, um, yeah, he, I think he still would have been the number two pick anywhere else. Like he was, he was the consistent consensus of the two, the number two guy. Um, so fuck, yeah, because so you had him, what, Melo Ant? I mean, I mean, Camelo, I mean, Camelo, yeah, Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Bosch and then Dwayne Wade. Chris Kamon went sixth in that year. Uh, yeah. Chris Kamen was really good, too. He was another one that was – uh, he did, obviously he didn't had a career that, you know, Melo, Wade, and Bosch had. But uh, he was he was pretty good for a minute. But I, he started getting hurt and shit. But, like, he was pretty – he was really good, too. Yeah, Kyle Corbett came out that year. Uh, Mo Williams came out that year. Uh, yeah, it was uh, – They both made solid careers for themselves, too. Yep, David West with the big power for it. It came he up. He made a solid well. career. Yep. Um. So yeah, but yeah, it'd be dope, man. I'm looking forward to it. Like I say, I don't, I don't have no plans. I'm coming home. Like I say, I mean, a good, good beer. I got this 2016 beer that I'm gonna want to try. So yeah, it's gonna be a, gonna be a good night. 
It's gonna be a good night. Looking forward to it. So what's this uh wasp thing you have in here? Oh, so just small shit. I'm up cutting the grass Monday and I um I'm trying to clear some uh bushes and shit off the gate gate line and I see this wasp go past my like, oh you know I just kind of watch myself and then I look and you know I have like right where this where my garage starts at in the grass is that uh, uh clothesline big ass metal mm-hmm. rusted out clothesline and I see mm-hmm. like four or five of them bitches go inside of there. I'm like fuck me. Because a few years ago, I had a wasp hive in there as well. And I for, I told myself after I cleared that one, I was going to like put some kind of foam and seal it and shit. Man, that wasp hive was so fucking big in there. So I had to wait like a day or so and them getting some fucking boss. Like, yeah, these, these motherfuckers ain't about to mic me and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to get <laughs> their asses, nigga. So just got some spray and got that got that taken care of. So I, I didn't have nearly issue. What's the update on your uh, wasp situation? I, uh, well, my wasp spray that I did where I thought I tied it up, it didn't work. They still there. So they, they camped out underneath my shed. So I called the, uh, I called the pest people. I think it was, uh, yesterday and I have them scheduled to come out on, I think September 3rd, which is problematic because that leaves all of August wide open, but I feel like there was, I, I think there was something else too, where I was able to make like a, uh, like they're already scheduled to come out on the third, but I can have them come out earlier for that specifically. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have somebody come out and take care of it. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's crazy. I was over there cutting the grass like, <laughs> I was cutting the grass like a fucking pussy, nigga. I was like pushing the, I had to push more. I'm pushing it like with one hand. As far as I can, ready like try to, to not get close to the shed, but try to get the lawnmower ready to run, close. ready to run when you're ready and shit. Yup, ready to run because I'm like I can drag it behind me if they <laughs> if they start wilding, they start coming out because they start coming out just from the noise of the lawnmower. Oh, yeah, yeah well, so they start well, coming the out. Noise, like, it's the noise and the uh, the vibrations. The vibrations, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm yeah. like, yeah, let me uh. <laughs> Be on my P's and Q's, though. <laughs> yeah, because I normally weed whack around this pole and I hit it, and so I didn't get that close yet. But I probably would have been weed whacking around that bitch and got fucked up, dog. So, yeah, took care of that shit yesterday. I hope I told my neighbor, I'm like, yo, I'm uh, I'm gonna wait till you close your garage. So that is a signal me that you in for the night because I'm doing it when it gets dark and I ain't trying to, you know, have shit pop off at y'all. So. He's like, okay, I'll be gone. That motherfucker did. He dipped like two hours before I said I was gonna do it. Like he won't no smoke. <laughs> I feel him, dog. I was just looking at my stab wound earlier today. Your shit still hurt? Like, like something, like something was like itching on my leg, like right by it, like near it, and I was scratching like that area, and I was like, did I get bit by something? And then I, I was reaching around, and I was like, I just pulled my sock down. I looked, and I could, you could still see the spot where I got stung at. Like it still has like a a very visible like pin prick of a you know a spot. Damn, like, man, man, that fucking wasp fucked you up, dog. Dog, that motherfucker, man. He 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 put his whole stinger off in me, pause. <laughs> like man, jeez. Dog, that shit, dog. I'm like, man, why? Is, I'm like, that shit's still visible, nigga. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, man. That's. I mean, it's not crazy, but it's just like you can just see like it's like a pin prick. Like you can, but it's still very like you can still it's very visible. 
I'm like, man, it's been like, that was the day that Conor McGregor fight. So it's probably been like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, because that's the day we came out. Was that the same day we came out there? Yeah, it was that same day. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, <laughs> it's been mm, three mm. weeks, dog. That shit still look up. Like, man, I can still see it. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Mm, mm, mm. You got anything else? All right, no, nah, I'm good, dog. All right, then. Well, by next week, we'll have our first pick, Kay Cunningham. We'll talk more about that and any other foolery that happens between now and then. So, uh, yeah, other than that, see y'all next week. Yep. Peace. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to What Up Do podcast at Gmail. That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at What Up Podcast. Peace.